This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. When you think about the ancient title of knight, what do you think of? Someone who is honorable, brave, helpful, and chivalrous. Many of those old orders still exist, and they help people unify and develop leaders in the community. In March 2020, at the beginning of the pandemic, Safety Knights was formed. It's an online community created by and for safety professionals. I joined and was blown away. We share information to develop and support leadership within the safety community. Our members come from all areas of safety, and the best part of all of this, it's free. We are not like some of those other safety groups that charge money or are subject to the whims of censors and group administrators. Visit Safety Nights at safetynights.com. That's Safety Nights, and Nights is spelled with a K. The following program is rated for mature audiences. It may contain adult language, adult situations, and frank safety discussions. The names and certain details have been changed to protect the safe and the unsafe. But believe me, every item in here is true. I got a surprise text message today from one of my friends. She is a single mother and has a 10-year-old son who has a interest in hazmat suits and in radiation safety of all things. So this was the message I had. Last night, we had a half hour discussion about hazmat suits. He was telling me all about them. I thought of you and safety wars. I kept asking him questions about them, like can you run in them, jump in them, etc. I thought maybe you could give us some information. I'll be sending some stuff along to Josh sometime in the next few days on all about hazmat suits, but I wanted to share EPA levels of protection, and this one is going out for Josh. During one of the podcast this week, we talked about HAZWOPER training. That's Hazardous Waste Site Operations and Emergency Response. Those are the jobs covered by the OSHA General Industry Standard 29 CFR 1910-120 and the identical construction industry standard of 29 CFR 1926.65. In these regulations, there are four levels of protection for personal protective equipment. And there's one additional one that's evolved over the years as a colloquialism. The first level of protection is level D. It's the minimum level of protection required. So when you have no respiratory hazard and no splashes, no contact hazards, anything like that, you wear level D. You're probably wearing it right now. So what are we talking? Appropriate gloves, maybe a work uniform or coveralls or regular street clothes, depending on what you're doing. Safety glasses, maybe a face shield, a hard hat, and chemical resistant or steel toe boots or shoes. The second level of protection is a colloquialism, and that is modified level D, meaning that it's a level of protection not really mentioned in the regulations, but is in a lot of training documents and a lot of health and safety plans. That is everything that I mentioned in level D, but you have some type of chemical protective suit on. It could be a regular Tyvek suit. It could be what we used to call a poly-coated Tyvek suit, and I'm not endorsing one suit over, over another. There are several different types of suits out there, several different manufacturers. You have to find out which one is right for what you're dealing with. Then you have a level C protection. That includes usually some type of chemical resistant suit and gloves and boots, but also some type of air purifying respirator. I'm going to point out that it's important for you to go and choose the right level of protection because there are other hazards that come up when you overprotect your employees, one of them being heat stress hazards. Then the next one is level B protection. And that is where you're dealing with a supplied air respirator of some sort and all of the other dermal, meaning your skin, meaning you're gonna be wearing the suits and the boots and everything else. 
and then you have the level A protection, which is the highest level of protection. And that's usually used when you have no idea what the hazard is you're dealing with. And you go in there with the greatest protection ever that you're going to have. So not only are you wearing a supplied air respirator, an SCBA, but you're also wearing a completely vapor protective suit. All this stuff requires planning and probably some other uh, requirements in the regulation, like medical clearance, air monitoring, decontamination procedures, things of that nature. Because all of these suits, no, you're on a hazmat site, all these suits are disposable. The definition of hazmat should include wearing disposable stuff because everything's disposable depending on what you're dealing with. However, some of the chemical protective clothing, especially level A protection, can be decontaminated and reused after inspection and making sure that you don't have any type of chemical degradation or damage to the suit and everything else. As with everything, you have to obey the regulations. You have to have qualified people making assessments. You have to have qualified people writing plans. You have to have qualified people doing all this stuff. You can't just go out and throw something on and, hey, now I'm all protected, look at me. That's not the smart thing to do, it's not the right thing to do. So I hope this gives you some answers, Josh. And for Safety Wars, this is Jim Polzel. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.